Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, day 35. Time for a palate cleanser, my friend. That brilliant brain of yours could do with a long soak in a warm bath of Epsom salts. You've been up there hammering the punch bag with those piston-like jabs and now it's time to switch modes. Rest and digest. Consolidate. What's the secret to seeing clearly? Here's one answer. Boredom. When I had the uh, psychologist Paul J. Zak on my podcast to talk about oxytocin, he made the point that uh, paying attention is metabolically costly. It takes effort to focus on something, be that an object in your environment or a fictional narrative. We're wired to direct attention to potential threats and potential sources of pleasure. With the accent on the first of those two categories, by the way, it, it, it's less important to spot the delicious ripe blackberries sitting in the bramble bush than the express trains screaming down the tracks you'll have to cross to reach them. To look at anything else apart from those two things, to really look at it, we have to overcome steadily escalating boredom. We think we choose what to pay attention to, but actually mostly our attention is yanked around by the content of our environment. Try to do your tax returns when there's a lovely, sweet, steaming apple pie on the table next to you, I dare you. Or with a raptor clawing at the locked door trying to get in. Not easy. And human attention is now one of the most hotly vied for assets in the world. Companies monetize seizing control of our focus. Look at this. Listen to this. The attention economy. It's the price we pay for all these free platforms and free content on the internet. And I, look, I'm not saying we're necessarily less tolerant of boredom than previous generations were, just that we exercise much less control over what we pay attention to than what we think we do. And that's a problem for writers because it's our business to notice the world and to wake our readers up to it. Good writing graphs a bit of someone else's brain onto our own. It knocks us out of our old patterns and makes us into someone new. Today, we're going to be adapting an exercise the author Lauren Groff told me on the podcast when I asked her about how she gets such good description in her stories. Yes, I ask such penetrating questions, don't I? How do you write good? Because when I read your books, the writing was good. But she did actually gamely answer that question, which I was really grateful for because I felt like a right dunce. So what you need to do right now, and if you have to pause the podcast while you sort this out, by all means do so, although I don't actually think it's um, particularly resource heavy, um, is to find an object in your vicinity. I mean, admittedly, look, that shouldn't be terribly challenging in itself unless you're listening to this while floating as a sort of sentient gas in a realm of unsubstantial miasmas shaped by thought alone. Assuming you're on the material plane right now, just grab something, a pen, a coffee cup, a can of deodorant, your keys, a phone, whatever. I'm, I'm going to set a timer for five minutes and for that time I'd like you to just pay attention to the object you've chosen. Look at it, study it, feel it if you like. If appropriate you could even um, listen to it or smell it. You, you needn't do any of these things in any special way. Um, I'm not asking you to make an inventory of its features or to categorise or evaluate it. Uh, but if you do find yourself doing that, that's fine too. All I'm really asking is just that you not do anything else apart from pay attention to the object. You know, try not to look away. 
try not to glance at the time or take a sip of tea or, or check social media. Just give all your attention insofar as you're able to the object. I'm asking for the next five minutes for your focus to be entirely consumed by this object. Okay, are you ready? Get the object in place. Right, three, two, one, go.
and 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 that's time um so all i'd like you to do now is to open a new page of your notebook or go on your laptop and for the next five minutes i'd like you to write i have no further instructions for you than that five minutes write are you ready three two one go
and you're done. Now, admittedly, that was a bit of an experiment. When I've done that in workshops, I usually ask people to examine the object for a full 10 minutes. I don't remember how long Lauren said people did in the workshop she went to, but it was at least twice as long as that again. Um, I, I don't know what you came out with in, in, in your second five minutes of actual writing, whether it was related to the object or totally unrelated. Perhaps you felt slightly anxious that you'd missed some instruction, you know, that, that you'd forgotten something and I, I'd said it has to be about the object or something like that, or that you were somehow misunderstanding the point because I'd been vague. When I've done this exercise in workshops, sometimes people produce very detailed sub studies of the object they were examining. But the reason I don't give that as an instruction is that sometimes, often in fact, rather than writing about the object, people will suddenly pour out a bunch of words on something entirely different. Words that they didn't know were there. It's like staring at something and allowing the boredom to flow in, the very real sense of what's the point of this. And it's as if that performs some kind of soft reset on your brain and the relief of getting back to the page means that something magical happens. I don't know, I don't want to put pressure on you and say, well, something magical should have happened. It often doesn't. I don't know what your experience of examining the object was, whether you found your mind wandering. I suspect you did, whether you wondered if you were doing it wrong or perhaps you might have even judged me for setting an exercise that feels rather artsy-fartsy. Sometimes you discover new things about a very familiar part of your environment when you examine an object. You know, you notice some small detail you never saw before. Sometimes the process can be rather uncomfortable. Even five minutes can feel very long. You might like to reflect on what your experience of time was like while you were scrutinising the object versus your experience of time while you were writing. Both were the same five minutes, but they can be very different mental states. Anyway, look, something to chew over and hopefully an interesting dip into this idea of selective attention, which we'll return to tomorrow. See you then. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.